You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Slug of gin led two metres. Courage under fire second. Admirals Avenue awaiting the express post lane. Favourites under the whip. Courage under fire as they turn into the straight. Slug of gin bang swamp. Here comes Shaker. Shaker maker let loose with a run. Look at him go. Shaker maker hit the lead with John Justice. He's coming away. Flying Greenies fella. It's a Victorian Quinella. Shaker's done it. Shaker Maker's won the Inter-Dominion. Shaker Maker, inexpensive buy. He was, I think, $3,500 at the APG sale. High speed, as we heard there. And, of course, 98 Australian two-year-old of the year, uh, four-year-old of the year in 2000. And, of course, hardest horse of the year that same year. But he stood at stud as well for 10 seasons and passed in 2019. Shaker Maker, Chris, uh, how did you rate him with some of the previous Inter-Dominion winners? Good morning. Yes, Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Well, he was one of the greats, there's no doubt. In the modern era, he was a fantastic horse, high-speed pacer. Uh, got to see him compete up here during the 2001 Inter-Dominion as well. Couldn't quite get the job done. You'll start taking that series, but uh, a wonderful horse and a real golden era as well for John Justice. Not only did he have Shaker Maker, he had Safe and Sound. He had a, a real run during the early 2000s, late 90s with a number of top horses, but none better than Shaker Maker. Chris, sleep to fame. I know you like to call him Larry, or that's his stable name. So do you reckon he'll make the famous Larry list after the series finishes? Because at the moment, we've got Larry King at the top, Larry David from Seinfeld, Larry Bird, Larry Fine was one of the three Stooges, Larry Fitzgerald, Larry the Cable Guy, Larry Holmes. So he's got to be up there somewhere if, if he wins the Inter-Dominion final. Surely, <laughs> as a famous Larry. Um, Shane, yeah. Shane Graham's with us. Well, just, just before we talk to Shane, and he'll probably be interested in these stats as well. For what it's worth, Steve, I went back through the record books 2001. The first night of that series was over the mile, like it is tomorrow night at Albion Park. No favourite, successful. In fact, they were all unplaced. Holmes DG beaten odds on favourite. See New York beaten favourite. Shaker Maker, the horse we just spoke about, a beaten favourite. At it again, Courage Under Fire, Pocket Me, all victorious. And just looking back, Courage Under Fire started at 7-1 to one when he won his heat on the opening night back in 2001. We've got a lot of short price favourites tomorrow night. It could be a record low as far as the quaddy uh, dividend is concerned because you've got Leap to Fame, you've got Swayze and the two-star Victorian trotters, Queen Elida and Just Believe. So it's going to be interesting. But this man, Shane Graham, is set to play a big role tomorrow night, in particular with that heat uh, featuring Swayze. He joins us now. Shane, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Uh, let's start with this heat. Uh, Swayze, your driver's Turn It Up. Uh, you're the trainer driver of Turn It Up. He lands the front row. No horse in Australia has gate speed like Turn It Up. So were you thrilled to see that you've got a front row draw here uh, tomorrow night? Oh, yeah. Like, it is good, but, um, yeah, in close it would have been even better, you know. But um, I guess we're not, we're not drawing seven, so that's a plus. What are the plans... Uh shortly after the start. You're going to lead. Now, you go back to the, the Blacks of Fake in July. You hand it over to Swayze, who then went on to win that race. That was 2,600 metres. This is his wheelhouse in many ways, the mile. Do you plan on holding or do you hand over here? 
Oh, look, you know, the way Swayze's going, I think he's, he's just, you know, he's just in the zone at the moment and just, he's racing too well. So I think, you know, he's just got to show him the respect and, and more than likely just take a, take a cover on him. But isn't this your best opportunity to win a heat? Given that Swayze was on again, off again, it's back on because he is here and he's starting in this heat tomorrow night. He's coming back from a stand-start two-mile race. He's only had the one start over the spring trip for Jason Grimson. That was first up. He's won nine straight now. So he went to Bathurst first up and won over 1,700. And, you know, given how you've got the speed to lead here... Do you see this as your best opportunity? The other key stat, too, Jason Grimson's never trained an Inter-Dominion Heat winner. He's won the last two grand finals, but amazingly, he's never won an Inter-Dominion Heat. So is he right for the picking? Well, you know, on those stats, you hopefully that, that continues for us, you know. But, um, look, Swayze's going well. Yeah, we can, you know, we could probably, you know, try our luck in front, but, you know... Modrose, he doesn't have to lead to, to win it, you know, he's just as good off the helmet like he, his last last half last start was you know, phenomenal, so um, I'm sort of just bearing in mind we've got the three runs in a week you know, I don't really want to be leaving all my eggs on the you know, out of the basket first night mm. uh, You know um, that last up performance uh, the Queensland Cup, you chased home leap to fame there, but your sectionals were just astronomical. They were far better than any other horse in that race, including the winner. Like, I think he ran his last mile in 51.5. So, would you say that was his best run for you last time out and he and he didn't even run top three? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think on, you know, on, on the times you'd have to say it was, you know. Um, he felt great that night and, and yeah, he definitely um, hit the line well. I was, I was wrapped with how um, much much ground he made up so uh, yeah it'll probably be one of his better runs without you know running top three and it's probably a run that you know not bad heading into the series as well because you had him camped back on the fence so he only really sprinted up the last couple of hundred and as chris said he really sprinted quickly yeah that's right it um yeah like leading into it you know i think yeah like i said he, he didn't have a gut after his last start um it's been three weeks since then which isn't a an issue for him. Um, yeah, like everything seems good with him and sort of happy where he is. Okay, well, that's turn it up. That's going to be a very interesting heat. You've got a number of other runners stepping out uh, tomorrow night uh, throughout the heats as well. And we'll start with race two, which is heat one for the Trotters. Jackowatch draws the inside of the second row. He's drawn to follow out Mufasa Metro, who is the favourite. Do you give him a top four chance here? Can he run third or fourth in this heat? Yeah, I think, you know, like, talk about draws, you know, it couldn't have been any better for him, you know, like, uh, one a race was ideal and, you know, eight's perfect. We're on the fence and he, um, it is a big step up in class for him, but uh, he's sort of, he's very honest and he, and he always tries his, tries his heart out, you know, so, um, yeah, look, if he could sneak a third or fourth, I'm sure we'd be wrapped. Okay, well that's Jack Watch there. Let's move across to LL Cool J. Race four, heat two for the Pacers. Uh, another one that's going really well, but it's a sticky draw, isn't it? Gate four here. Yeah, look, you know, probably like a lot of us, we'd be happy with one and eight in these races, and it's um, yeah, it's, it's not a great draw, but uh, yeah, look, he's sort of he's racing well. Uh, he needs luck on his side, but um, yeah, like the distance. 
it doesn't really weigh him, you know, the short trips, long trips. So he'll he'll race well, but he just needs that little bit of luck to go his way. How do you think this race is going to play out early, Shane? You've got Speed to your inside, Classy Washington, Captain Shuffles, and then you've got the favourite on your immediate outside, Better Eclipse, and the unknown horse here, Better Zipper. So how does it play out early? Do you think they'll go hard that first 400 metres? Yeah, I think they will be. Like, um, you know, I'm sure the way Classy Washington's going, they'd be wanting to hold a forward position. Captain Shuffles, you know, he, he's the electric off the gate. And I'm sure... Um, you know, better zip it and um, green sugars. I'll be wanting to go forward as well, being over the mile. So it should be a bit of tempo on early, I'd imagine. So that's going to suit your guy? Yeah, look, you know, the harder they go, the better, really, you know. And uh, we'd be sort of probably hoping that the last quarter is the slowest. But, um, yeah, look, you know, you just need, need that right trip and a little bit of luck to go his way. Has he trained on well since that last start? Yeah, he has, you know, even in that race, he was good, you know, he was a long way back and like we we're all we we're all chasing leap to fame, so his sectionals were good and his win before that was um was good. So, um yeah, look he's he's as good as he can be and you know, we just hope hope things go his way a little bit. All right, race five, heat three for the Pacers. This is the heat that features the series' favourite in Leap to Fame. You're going to be on one of the outsiders, if not the outsider in Senate, but he draws the inside of the second row. There should be some early hustle and bustle here. Deus Ex, hell of a, both good gate speed horses. So if you're sitting on the fence, can he sneak, in, uh, sneak into fourth? Yeah, I, I thought he had a, a good shot, you know. Numerically, he's, he's um, yeah, formed and read that good, but... Uh... He was very unlucky two starts ago. He never got out um, in, I don't even can't remember what race it was, but he, he never seen daylight and he went online, travelling very well. So, um, and then last, last start, you know, he had to come wide and that and took time. So, he, um, yeah, he's, he's sort of like, like, a, like all of them, he's racing well and everything's good. But, um, yeah, I thought he was a, a rough, rough place over. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, his future, it looks like he's destined for North America, but ha have those plans just been stalled whilst ID23 takes place? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, you know, I don't think um, this might be his last sort of few runs because, um, yeah, there's talk of him going over there. So, um, yeah, look, it'd be good if we could, um, you know, qualify, get in the consolation, and then, you know, then he'd probably be on his way, I'd imagine. So you had four horses nominated. All four have got to start. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, albeit we're all at long shots, but, um, yeah, look, it's exciting to have um, four in it. And, yeah, like, it's, uh, yeah, it's something we'll be, um, we're happy about. And if we could just qualify one, we'd be thrilled. The owners would be excited, surely. Yeah, I think all connections are happy about it. Um, you know, especially... LL Cool J and Jack of Watch, you know, like that's what they're in the game for to sort of be in these races and to get two that uh, that are in, in the heats at least, you know, they're thrilled. So, um, yeah, they're more than happy, I'm sure. All right. I need to boost your confidence with Turn It Up, though. You, you haven't sold me this morning. <laughs> Look, he, um, yeah, no, nah, he'll go good, you know, like, um, oh, you never know what happens. But, um, yeah, I think we've got to pay Swayze respect and you know if he's there early enough you know I think it'd be um, it'd be silly to try and go with him Appreciate the time this morning we'll see you at Trackside tomorrow night No worries, thanks Sue.
There's Shane Graham joining us, Steve. So I uh, thought there might have been a little bit more confidence there with Turn It Up, but... Uh, yeah, I can understand his line of thinking there. You've got to pay respect to Swayze. A dual Grand Circuit winner, Blacks of Fogue, and then last time out taking out the New Zealand Cup. So that's going to be a very interesting yeah. heat. Sure, well, Justice you, makes no, his way. You talk me into yep. all these favourites. You said take the all up. Leap to fame, Swayze. Queen of Light, mm -hmm. I just believe. And then you tell me about the favourites. Poor record. Uh, <laughs> so you're a beauty, you are. Well, we've got to do more research, Steve. So I've been busy in the last yeah. 24 hours doing research. So. John, John Justice is with us. John, good morning. Morning, Chris. Great to have you back in Queensland. Yes, thank you. It's been a little while since I was here last. Too right, too right. We were just talking. We replayed Shakermaker winning the grand final back in 2000 at the start of the show. What a horse he was. Yes, no, they were the days with the... With him, he was uh, he was a bit of a push button automatic, and it was a great time for your stable as well. Not only him, but safe and sound, and he won the consolation the last time the series was run in Brisbane back in two thousand and one. Yeah, that's correct. He uh, he had a pretty good record at Albion Park, safe and sound. He won the pacing championship uh, uh, a year or two earlier, and then he uh, he always could come to Queensland and uh, do all right. All right. So how long has it been since you've uh, last campaigned in the Sunshine State? Um, I, I think back I think back then, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I've, I mean, I've got a bit older and I just can't remember being here since then, to be honest, Chris. So, yeah, it's been quite a while. Is it warm enough for you today? <laughs> yeah, it's looking <laughs> shocked this morning when we, uh, we got up and worked the horses. They were all a bit hot, but they're... They look like they're really settling in well now, so, um, yeah, it's got a bit of acclimatisation, but um, very happy with the way they've floated up. So we didn't fly out, we floated, so it's been a big trip. OK. Well, let's go through your three runners for tomorrow night. Mufasa Metro, uh, who steps out in race two, the first heat of the trotting series. This looks tailor-made, this race, for him tomorrow night, John. He's a gate-speed trotter, and he's got barrier one over a mile. He looks like he's going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, he does like the short trip and he's got plenty of speed. He was hes probably a bit unlucky in the Great Southern Star earlier this year in uh, in Melbourne when he led from five and just got run down by uh, um, Greg's horse. So, um, yeah, it's, it's um, the, only, the only probably tick against is the trip up. We've got to see how he handles it. It's his first big trip away, so uh, that's a bit of a test for him. But at this stage, you know, um, yeah, everything else has fallen into place, the barrier draw and... Uh, he seems to be really good, so um, we we won't know anymore until the the rate they start says go. Okay, many are thinking this is a race in two between your horse Mufasa Metro and Olivici. Um, the the plan for you is it simple just to, to lead and try and win this race, or are you looking at handing over? How, how do you sort of read this race? Well, Mufasa uh, um, is probably best in front, so unless something drastically goes wrong, we'll be looking to lead and. Um, and, and just let him bowl along in front and um, get as easy a time as we can. And um, in the first round of heats, I'd, I'd say probably Chris would be looking to do the same thing, but he'll be wanting to put enough pressure on me to... I mean, um, you know, he wouldn't want to make it too easy for us. So that'll be uh, it, it'll be a race, even though everybody's thinking about them, they're getting through into the final as well. OK. I've gone back through their records. They've clashed nine times, these horses, Mufasa, Metro, Olavici. So they know each other well... Is there 
Is there much between them? Because the record says no. Well, I think Olavici 5, Mufasa Metro 4 in the times that they've clashed and beaten one another at home. So it looks like there's very little between them. Yeah, that's that's true. They've, they've got pretty good records. Um, I, I would have said that um, Mufasa probably um, last time he might have had the wood on Olavici, but I think uh, like this prep, Olavici's beat me home every time, but I mean, there has been reasons for it, so I'm hoping to turn the tables on him on um, Friday night, that's for sure. Your trotter is a very good trotter. He's got victories over Queen Elida and uh, Just Believe, so he's um, he's no mud, that's for sure. Well, I, I, look, Chris, I really think that he's a horse uh, that's going to be, hopefully all, all things stay, he stays sound and, and well, and he's around for a few years. I mean, he's only a, a rising six-year-old, so in trotting terms, he's pretty young. Um and yeah, he's just—he's got what it takes to to win it in the Dominion. So I'm hoping that he, before he retires, he can. All right. Well, looking forward to seeing him tomorrow night and throughout the series. Uh, in the pacing uh, heat, you've got to go up against the local champ here in Leap to Fame. But your horse is Helleva. Um He he looks like he's underrated. He's got very good gate speed as well. Yeah, he yeah. he gets out all right. He's uh, he, he can he can work out pretty good. He um. He's not what you call lightning out of the gate, but he, he, he can hold his own pretty well. Um, and uh, the mile certainly suits him. Uh, he, he ran second in the Swan Hill Cup a couple of weeks ago, doing a lot of work and only just getting run down. So he's in good form. And um, his last run, he did a bit of work. Um, I'm, I'm expecting him to, to not beat uh, the good horse, but I mean, uh, hopefully we can give him a scare at some stage and... and and run 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 second to him without taking anything against all the others. Hopefully we can run second to him, but everyone's going to be out there trying to do their best, that's for sure. Mm. So in an ideal situation, maybe lead out, hand over to Leap to Fame and run second? That'd be good. That'd be good. If he takes too long to get there, we'll, we'll, we'll let him sit outside of us. But, you know, if uh, if, he, if he got there quick, we'd probably, we could take the sit. But races are races, Chris. I mean, you don't really know what you're going to do until you... Uh, to the starter says go, that's for sure. All right. As I said, he's versatile. He's got gate speed as well. With with luck, yeah. and luck plays a big part in, in any Inter-Dominion series, but he can qualify for the final? Uh, yeah, I, look, I really think he can. Um, yeah, we just want a few things to go his way. Well, he's drawn, he's drawn a good barrier in, in a heat that uh, he probably can't win, but he can definitely run a place in, and... Um, you know, and if you run a place in the first night, you're always in a in good position to, to make the final. Yeah. Uh, your other runner lines up in a, in a trotting heat, heat two of the trotting series, and you're up against Queen Elida here with Hatchback. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hatchback has very good gate speed. He has. He's got terrific gate speed. He, he gets at the, the, the mobile very fast. Um, probably, he's probably just struggling to find his best form at the moment. He's had a few little things go go wrong. He did run a really good second uh, two starts back, or three starts back at Melton, when they went 155 over the short trip. Um, so, if he can bring that to the table on tomorrow night, he's certainly going to make his presence felt. Okay. Uh, the mile suits, as you said, so you just got to conquer Queen Elida, but that's not as easy as it sounds. No, no. no well, you know, I wasn't considering that. I mean, I'm, he'll make his presence felt, but I'm, I'm, I'd be very surprised if he, if he beat Queen Elida because, you know, I, I wouldn't expect uh, him to beat Mufasa and it's pretty much the same deal. OK. Well, three good chances there. Uh, spearheaded by Mufasa Metro? Yeah, yeah. 
right, excellent. Okay, well, we look forward to seeing you in action tomorrow night back at Albion Park. It's been too long between your stints here in Queensland. Lovely talking to you, Chris, and I, I hope I'm talking to you after the race because that'll only mean one thing. <laughs> too right, too right. There's John Justice joining us this morning. So uh, three excellent chances. Mufasa Metro in that first heat of the Trotters. That's race two, number one. He's got uh, Helliver in race five, drawn gate three up against Leap to Fame. And Hatchback goes around in race seven, which is heat two for the Trotters. So uh, wonderful horseman, the, the whole Justice family. Uh, his brother Lance, he had great success with smoking up Soak, Yola and the likes. But uh, John's trained plenty of good ones, Steve. Shaker maker, safe and sound. Lennon comes to mind. He's a, an absolute uh, star trotter of uh, yesteryear. So he knows what it takes to get a good one. Yeah. Who was the man with the mo? Was that Lance? That's Lance. Lance, OK. That's Lance. Darren Garrard's with us. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you? Very well. I'm excited. Series back in Queensland, first time since 2009. First time at Albion Park since 2001. I was doing some research last night. You had a runner go around in the 2001 Inter-Dominion Series and in the end ended up running third in the Trotting Consolation. So, do you remember the horse? Yes, Marta Bander. Okay. Does it bring back good memories? It certainly does, Chris. It was um, very exciting, like this, this one's going to be. Yeah, and when you think back, so 2001, we're, we're having trotters go around in that series. Wouldn't have had too many trotters going around back then, so that would have been a huge thrill, you know, just to have a runner in that series and then, you know, pick up a place in the consolation. It would have been, uh, you know, a, a huge buzz for everyone involved. It was Chris, it was massive, it was really massive, and it was sort of unlike in the consolation too. If we had a bit of luck, we probably would have won it. But anyway, running third was awesome. Okay, we've come a long way with the trotters. You've got Sir Fahrenheit, you've got two runners, one pace of one trotter. Sir Fahrenheit, how would he go against Smart Evander? Uh, probably beating by 250 metres, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that big a gap, eh? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Two different kinds of horses. All right. And uh, come a long way, you know, take a moment with him that, but he was just, uh, you know, he was out now champion. And um, these days, like, you know, we've got Just Believe and Queen Alita and plenty of others, so it's all different. Yep, no doubt about that. And uh, here we are with a, a Queensland train trotter starting favourite for the New Zealand Trotting Derby coming up uh, next weekend. So that's how far we've come with the trotters. Let, let's talk about Sir Fahrenheit. He goes around in race eight. So this is heat three. So you've got to deal with uh, Just Believe here. But his recent form is so good, so consistent. Is he is he right in the zone right now, Sir Fahrenheit? Yeah, Chris, he's, he's probably back to better than what he was when he was trotter of the year. He's... Um, yeah, we had all sorts of trouble with his feet last year. And anyway, at the end of when he came back from an angle, um, Gavin Crowe managed to find the problem and um, we turned him out to Lunstop's Lodge and brought him back slowly and he's just got better and better. Yeah, like he, he was very good winning two starts ago because he was used off the gate, he just kept running, and then last time out went second, he was very good. So his form, uh, it, it's hard to fault. Oh, definitely, Chris, definitely. And his work's been terrific since. And touch wood, everything's been going to plan. OK, what did you think on the barrier draw, though? Was that a little disappointing, or I'd it is what it is? Rather, 
I'd probably rather one and just believe till five, but anyway. <laughs> they tell me a barrier draws only a number, so we'll see what happens. OK, but can he run top four? It's the right run, I think he can, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. you know, he can run the quarters. The faster they go, the better he likes it. So, you know, he's just got to Angus up to Angus now. All right. Well, the pressure's on Angus. Uh, just on the trotters and, and just thinking of, uh, back to 2001, we never had a Queensland-trained trotter qualify for that grand final. Right now, um, before the series starts, how many do you think we could have this year? Oh, Chris, we could have five or six. Easy. Yeah. You know, we've got so many good trotters up here. And the thing is, like, from what I've seen, I think our racing's a lot different up here than it is down there. And, like, our trotters are running, you know, times. There's no breather. Once you leave the gate, you're going. Yeah, it's a good point. Other, other places, they seem to have a breather somewhere, but we don't have breathers up here. Mm. I'm looking forward to this trotting series. Now, on the pacing series, Classy Washington. Um, this is, in many ways, it's what dreams are made of, this horse. You, you bought him from New Zealand, put a good group of owners together... I'm sure when he's purchased this horse, there wasn't any expectation of competing in, in the big elite races. Here you are, Darren, and he's in the Inter-Dominion series. Yeah, it's um, it's amazing, Chris. And, you know, we've got uh, 10 very, very happy owners just to be in the series. You know, it's not about winning. It's just an experience for them. They're over the moon. It's, it's um, yeah, it's been fantastic. And he's not without a shot here in this first round heat because he's got barrier one. He's won three of his last four. You'd have to admit that win last Saturday night was that career best because he was huge. Oh, yeah, that was great. Like, that's the best race I've seen at Albion Park through two horses for a long time. It was, um, it was exciting and he just kept putting his head out. Yeah, they just didn't take a backward step. Uh, Classy Washington, your horse, and Big Skewy, and they were going at one another a long way out. Yeah, they certainly were from the time, you know, Big Stewie got outside Angus, that was, the race was on. Mm. Was, so um, importantly, how did he come through that race, Darren? Yeah, Chris, real good. His heart rate was only 78 and he hasn't left a feed since, so he's, um, he's been amazing. All right. He's got barrier one, gate speed, captain shuffles to your outside. How does it play out early in your thoughts? I'm not sure, Chris. It'll be up to Angus and how he leads the gate. But, you know, he's been sort of teaching him, letting him lead the gate now a bit better, and he seems to be getting quicker and quicker. You know, he sort of... They came out in 35-4 lead time the other night, and he didn't have any problems. So, you know, but I just have to... I have to leave it to Angus. All right. So which one are you more confident about? Uh, can you can you sneak a, a runner into the final with either Classy Washington in the pacing series or Sir Fahrenheit in the trotting series? Oh, with luck, Chris, we can... Um, I think we can do both. We just need luck. We need to get through the series. Um, yeah, it's just, um, it's just so exciting. Yeah. And, and they're as good as you can have them? Yes, as... There is, yeah, they are. They're as good as I can, I can have them, that's for sure. All right. Big moment coming up for Angus next week as well. The Australasian Young Drivers Championship Series will get underway. So Queensland with two reps, Angus, your son, and Leonard Kane. 
Can he win that one as well? He won the Botry Young Drivers' Championship only a couple of weeks ago. Can he take the big Australasian Young Drivers' Championship as well? Well, I can tell you, he'll be trying his best. But as you know, it depends on the horses they draw. But, you know, he's, he's always trying. He um, oh. he works hard. He does his form. So, you know, and I think he's probably... This uh, this year, I think he's probably the youngest driver in the um, end of the Minion Series too. So, he's done a great job. Yep. Good stuff. Proud moment for the family as well. Hey, Darren, appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside tomorrow night. Thanks, Chris. Darren Garrard joining us on uh, Mobile Rolling. Chris, who is the youngest driver to ever drive an Inter-Dominion winner? Do you know off the top of your head? Ooh, off the top of my head. Mm, you've given me some homework there, mm. Steve. Off the okay. top of my head, I'm not even sure. M M Chris Lewis? Would it be Chris Lewis? When he won with... No, nah, Car no, Clue. Car Clue, was it? Okay. Yeah, it might was have been. Like, that was in Adelaide. Adelaide. Globe Derby, I think it was, yeah. All right. So, that's just off the top of my head, but you've given me some homework. Mm. I'll do that between races today. But a young might know the answer. Yeah. He'll be fired up for tomorrow night. Four-year-old championship tomorrow night. He's online now. Matty, good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, I believe it is Chris Lewis who'd be the youngest... Uh, driver to win a into the million, I'm pretty sure. There you go. Yeah, oh, I reckon Chris Lewis might have been the one. So he's now uh, a proud West Aussie, uh, and still going strong. What he sits about second or third on the all-time winners list in Australian harness racing. Yeah, I think he's third behind um, Gav and Chris Alford. Chris Alford. Yeah. Yep. There you go. He was 21, by the way, guys. Okay. There you go. There you go. Now, let's talk about your big race coming through tomorrow night over in the West. This is the four-year-old classic, so this is going to be a really, really interesting race. Have you got on the hype train of my ultimate Ronnie, or can the locals can the locals beat him? Um, just with the barrier draw, it's just a little bit of a concern for the locals. The Hoppy's way is a good front-running side, but at the same time, he's uh, a horse that I think Probably would be best served taking the cover on Miles and running and giving himself every chance to be able to run sort of a place in the race if they try and lead. It might just be a bridge too far for him, but um, yeah, it, tactically it's going to be an interesting race. But uh, I think uh, Miles and running just with the, the marbles have fallen for a few of the other runners looks looks highly likely to be able to win this race, and I think he can do it from probably leading all bracing, but I thought he'd find the top. OK. He worked between races there last Friday night. What did you make of that uh, workout? It was just good to um, see him have a spin around the track and be able to uh, do everything right. We know he can get an 800-metre track. He's got, a, he's got around Penrith successfully on many occasions. So, uh, look, he's he looks like a horse that should be able to handle Gloucester Park OK, and if he was able to find the rail, then there's no excuses for that. OK. They've employed uh, Will Rickson, Cam Hart, regular driver, competing at Albion Park with the Inter-Dominion Series, so flying young Will over, and he's absolutely flying in Sydney. Were you surprised, or did you think they might consider a local? Uh, well, I think... I think uh, Will's driven the horse at Penrith and has been successful on the horse in the past, so think uh, the opportunity was given to him but yeah at the same time that's a bit of a tough one um, I, I would have probably opted for a local um, because 
of just knowing Gloucester Park better and knowing the racing here in WA better. But I'm, I'm a big believer of that when any horse comes over from the Eastern States. And um, I just think Eastern States drivers, uh, it's just it's a bit more rough and tumble here in the West. And uh, they find it a bit bit difficult over here. We've seen it in the past. And I'm not saying Will can't do it. I think he will be able to do it on Friday night. But, yeah, just uh, if they had the option of Gary Hall Jr., yeah, they could have been able to snap him up and he hasn't got an outstanding drive in the race so uh, he could have been available to be able to drive the horse but hopefully Will goes out there and wins on Friday night and then he can uh, potentially retain the drive in the nugget or Cam Hart comes across with the nugget. Mm. What about Wonderful to Fly? She went under last week but completely different scenario here tomorrow night because she's drawn the second row so does she get the chance to be the hunter rather than the hunted? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how she races uh, in that role because she's a horse that, yeah, as you mentioned, is, has been the uh, hunted as of late. And look, she um, I don't think her run was that bad last week. They had an issue with uh, the wheel inside the last uh, lap and a half of the race, and um, which was may have been causing an issue. But at the same time, look, Shane opened the field up early, probably uh, made a blue there. Uh, in my opinion, he might think differently, but um, he, he sort of gave the main dangers a chance to be able to run him down. And then she's coming back off of that uh, little setback, and she's obviously not at it 100% yet. So I think soft run, she's a chance to be able to run into the placings. I don't think she can beat Miles and Ronnie if he leads, but uh, if he happens to be left without cover, then it opens the race to many chances, and she's one of them. Okay, well that's race five tomorrow night. Where do we find your best bet on this card? Uh, the best bet on the card, I actually thought the meeting was reasonably difficult. Um, I was happy to go with race three, number five, Magnificent. I thought we'd posse up handy enough too, that it would be really dangerous late. So that was my best race, three, number five. Race three, number five, Magnificent. Speaking of Magnificent, the cup winner, he's back in action tomorrow night as well. Only the four runners, does does he just blast across and lead this field? Yeah, he'll be winning tomorrow. Nice, easy race for him. And the nine races for us tomorrow as well. So, uh, yeah, he should be winning the eight. All right. So a good card there tomorrow night. Plenty of quality, no doubt. Hey, Matty, appreciate the time. Uh, enjoy tomorrow night. We'll touch base again next week. Thanks, guys.